Welcome to the Dusty Jobs Podcast from Imperial Systems. Industry knowledge to make your job easier and safer. Hello, welcome to another Dusty Jobs Podcast. Uh, We're still here in our uh, homes filming today because of the uh, coronavirus and uh on today we have Tom. Tom, how you doing? I'm doing well, Donovan. I hope you are, and, and I'm glad to be here with you. Yeah, glad to be here with you too. And Tom's, uh, where are you? Where are you sitting right now, Tom? Greensboro, North Carolina, my home office. As you, as you know, I'm up there. You know, about a week a month normally, and traveling all over the country uh, other times. But uh, like everybody else, we're we're home and uh, getting things done. Yeah, so uh, Tom's here to join us today. Uh, Tom, tell us a little about your role with Imperial Systems. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Been with Imperial close to two years now, uh, Director of Sales and Marketing, and really trying to, uh, along with that, spearhead uh, innovation with the company and and coming up with uh, new and better ideas to to serve our markets. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's what we're going to be talking about today is innovations in uh, some of the ones we've done in the past, but mostly the ones we have uh, done real recently. And uh, you know, uh, let's let's start out with where our innovations started in the past. Tom, uh, you've been in the industry, like you said, for a long time. What what's some of the things you noticed that have been pretty innovative about uh, Imperial Systems in the past here? Well, I think when you look at the history of the company, it's uh, it, it started with with innovation and creating uh, a uh, a rep firm that that turned into a systems uh, organization that turned into an equipment manufacturer, and I think always kind of reinventing itself. Um, and you know, about ten years ago, the the flagship product of the CMAX uh, was created. And a lot of innovative things. It wasn't the first dust collector or cartridge dust collector in the history of, uh, of the marketplace, but, but it was an innovative uh, a collector with, with, with things that were designed into it. And I think, uh, you know, I, I came on to help kind of continue to spearhead the, the culture of innovation and creating new and better equipment and, and new and better things for the marketplace. Yeah, I know um, as I came on with Imperial, one of the things I appreciated was that and how the stories I was told uh, from the past are how the innovation was done really for the benefit of the end user. Um, we're always looking. One of the things I love to, to, to hear is how ours had is a dome roof, and that came from one of our end users down in Florida who was always having rainwater sit on top of their machine and said, hey, is, is there a way you guys can help me out with this? And we came up with the domed roof, and um, just there's a lot of different features like that that are already integrated into the machine. But um, just in the last year, man, uh, we came out with with a couple new ones that I think are just great. And uh, I was hoping you could unpack those for me today, Tom. Yeah, well, there's several. You know, every manufacturer uh, of equipment uh, or otherwise is looking, especially in this in this day and age of lean manufacturing, you're trying to do things better, more efficiently. So I think anything a manufacturer can do to, to help benefit the manufacturer is great. But ultimately, 
what we try to do is say, what is what can we come up with that's new and innovative that's benefiting the end user? That's the important thing. And so that's the way we've approached it for many years now, and certainly the past two years since I've been here, where we've come up with uh, improvements to our flagship CMAX product, uh, specifically the, the Safety Pentagon, that are, that are five safety items that improve the end user's position. Uh, that maintenance worker that's got to change cartridges. Um, uh, instead of looking at just how it benefits us, it's always looking at how it benefits that that customer. So, what are uh, the the? Let's just run through the five things that were changed out recently that make it, you know, a better and safer product for our end user. Sure. The the, the main ones I think are the anti uh, anti ramp rails. So when you're in in installing a cartridge, it, it goes in and one goes behind it. In the past, even on our old ones and on and everything that's out there in the marketplace now, you have the opportunity to ramp one cartridge pan onto the other in traditional designs. Uh, we've eliminated that. Uh, very, very important so the customer is not ramping, which can, can release dust and toxins into the air if it's not seated properly. Uh, another one is the fact that in previous units, you could close the door and not have the cartridge, cartridges seated properly. In, in, in one of the safety Pentagon items, we eliminate that from happening. So those are the kind of things that we look at to make sure that from an end user, from a maintenance guy's standpoint, you make it as easy and as safe as possible for them. Yeah, I'd say that is uh, one of my favorite features that there's, you, you probably have to have, uh, there's three different ways that if it's not in there right, it's going to keep that door from closing. And what a better way to know that something's not right if the door doesn't close. You know, if you can't get the door closed, you know something's not going right. Uh, That's right. So I, it's just exciting to see stuff like that. And, and I happen to be there during one of our brainstorming sessions internally where we were just looking at the machine and, and coming up with the door stop on the lift rail. And um, I, it's just great to see that it's not just at our company, a bunch of engineers that are sitting in a room thinking about it, but we were having a meeting with our service techs and with our sales department and, and just a couple other guys from engineering. And, and, and that's where that idea came from. Um, and I'm glad to know that you're here helping to continue that on. Um, I know you have a, a couple strategies for that too, right, Tom? Well, yeah, we, we've created, it has been in existence, but we're creating even more so a culture, a culture of innovation. So this is not only, uh, you know, basically setting our whole group, our engineering group, our sales and marketing group, um, our service group. We sit down, as you know, once a quarter and, and analyze where we are with certain things, what's really good, uh, what can be improved on, and then come up with uh, improvements on existing equipment. In addition to that, what's new? What, what haven't we thought of yet? What's, what's going to be the CMAX of five years from now, 10 years from now? So it's really creating a culture of innovation that's important. And, and as you know, we meet on that quarterly. In addition to that, we're always asking our customers, how can we make things better? The customers yeah. come up with great ideas, and we try to implement those ideas. Right, and, and I'm, I'm looking over your uh, shoulder there, and I see the shadow hanging up there, and 
that's one of those ideas that came from uh, from a request from one of our customers, if I remember it correctly. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a customer that we've done some work with and, and want to do more work with. And we said, hey, what, where, where are we lacking? What would you like that we're not providing? And they said, hey, we would like a small footprint, small, short profile, uh, price point focused uh, unit on, on particular cutting tables that we have. And we don't want this thing to be a monstrosity. We want the focus to be on our product. We want your product to be in the background, kind of in the in the shadows. And so we came up with a product called The Shadow, which doesn't overtake the money-making product of the customer, which is a cutting table, but it's a, a plug-and-play, meaning that they, they can bring this thing right in, run power and air to it, connect ductwork, and it's ready to go. Nice. Um, yeah, and it's a short profile sits in the background, turn the switch on, it runs, it does, does its job, and it's, and it's a, at a price point that, that, that they, can, uh, they can swallow. Now, and, and through the innovation of uh, building that machine, I know, and I'm going to say this, that it, we designed it for that application, but man, we found a bunch of different uses for it. Um, it can handle weld smoke, it can handle a lot of different things, so... Um, where that product started and where it might end up are totally different spots. Well, that's very true. We're going to limit it in footprint because originally we wanted to keep it uh, uh, size uh, limited. So like on the C-Max where we can go to 120 cartridges or more, uh, this is going to be limited to a six cartridge unit. So it's now, a six, a four, a two, and a one cartridge unit. Are there any other limitations on it? Well, there is. Part of it being a price point unit is that we, we're not building it like we do the C-Max, which is very heavy duty. So uh, so it's not able to, to handle uh, combustible dust. That's, that's one of the limitations. But yeah, and, and, it's not and meant to do that. I know that we, uh, we do have a lot of customers that deal with combustible dust. And uh, speaking of that, I mean, uh, we had a customer come to us not too long ago and Talk to us about how they're having issues with their uh, rotary airlocks on combustible dust. And uh... yeah, well, you know, more often than not, we're dealing with combustible dust, and the CMAX does a great job with that. The BRF and other product does a good job with that. But one of the things, one of our biggest clientele is in the blasting industry, and they're dealing with uh, potentially combustible dust. And traditionally, they've always had to put a cast rotary airlock, NFPA compliant, expensive rotary airlock on the bottom of their dust collectors. So customers came to us and said, hey, are there some options here other than that? So again, back to the innovation drawing board, we came up with the Rhino drum. Uh, and that is a, a drum setup kit that's able to handle an ST1 uh, combustible dust and do it safely and meet NFPA compliance. I tell you what, Tom, and and personally, since I've had the opportunity to demo that and use it in the field, some of the features on it that I love that we didn't even have to do, but we did anyways. The way the lid slides up and locks into place, so it's so easy to pull the drum out. I, that personally, that's my favorite feature on it. That just makes it so much easier than trying a monkey with some chains or other stuff. That's what I've enjoyed about the Rhino drum. Not to say that it's not to take away from the safety of it and how much. 
of that product adds to the safety of the person who's using it. They're not dealing with that airlock. And they're also safe from any explosion because, I mean, I've seen the videos. We, we blew that thing up. Yeah, it's it, of course it's always fun to test those things and 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 uh, for for combustibility and explosion protection, but I think as you know we've sold some Rhino drums to non explosive applications too, just because of the ease of that twist lock. People like that better than the traditional drum cover kit. Yeah. But aside from that, it's 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 che- it's substantially cheaper than an NFPA compliant airlock. Um, and it's uh, and it's very safe and addresses that ST1 dust. So it's a really nice product. That simple but innovative and nice. Yeah, and uh, I, one of the products I like too is when we're talking about the the hopper there and where things build up is our uh, our dust level sensor. I mean that to me is is really great. Um, I know I've talked to some customers in the past, and Tom, I'm sure you've seen this too, where uh, the problem they have with their dust collector is. Unfortunately, no one's checking to see if they're cleaning out the hopper. And man, that just, man, that causes some issues. Well, well, it can. And, and you know, you build up material in, in your drum, which then, if it's not checked, it can go into your hopper, which then can go into your cartridge area. And I have, you probably have, Donovan, most people that have been in the industry a while, uh, cleaning out a dust collector manually is no fun. So, Ideally, you want to know what level of dust is in your is in your drum, is in your collection device, and that's what the dust level indicator does, and it does it at a, a price point that's uh, that's attractive. Uh, there have been other options out there on the marketplace. The good ones are expensive, and the bad ones don't work very well. Yeah. So we've come up with a nice combination that works well and is not very expensive. Uh, again, looking at the what the end user asks for and, and needs. Yeah, and, and one of my favorite features on that one is that it has an output so that it can do anything. Once that bin hits a certain level, it can turn your machine off. It can send a horn out. It can put a light, whatever you wire it to, it just to make sure that that is a safe and clean environment for whoever's going out there, that it's not building it up and ultimately saving your machine and saving downtime. Exactly. Again, the benefit of the of the customer. What are they looking for? What do they need improvements on? That's the culture we're trying to build here, the culture of innovation, the culture of continuous improvement. And I think uh, we've done that, but um, like always, it can always be better. It can always be improved upon. So that's what we strive to do on a on a daily basis. Exactly. And and if you're listening to this out there and you have some questions or you have some issues that you'd like us to help you solve, feel free to contact us. Write in. Uh, we're always innovating. We're always trying to make things safer and a healthier environment for those uh, of you out there working and working on dust collectors. And if there's a way we can help do that for you, uh, we're glad to come up with that next product, next solution um, for whatever's going on. Uh, Tom, anything else you want to say about this? No, I, I appreciate the time, and I think we're going to do more of these. Uh, I think hopefully they're informative for folks uh, about the industry, about uh, about technology and innovation, and, of course, about touch on our products and, and how we think they are the best in the industry. So love doing this. Be glad to do it again, Donovan, and uh, appreciate the time. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Tom, and thanks for listening. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the Dusty Jobs Podcast. Breathe better, work safer.